0: Hey Pete, why don't you just go down there? You could play act tough guy. See, okay. they're goading you. They're goading me. They want a physical confrontation. They need their Jorge Floyd moment. News Talk 1110 993 WBT. Hour number 2. We're talking about the border. This FBI uh or this uh, letter from the uh former FBI officials. There's 10 of them. These are counterintelligence guys and and gals. They 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 know what they're looking at. They call it a soft invasion at the southern border. The demographic profile of those coming across has shifted. Young, military-age men from countries that hate us. This has been going on now for two to three years, they say. My estimation is... This is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And after what we saw on October 7th, if you think that we would be spared something of that sort, I think you're delusional. Robert, welcome to the program. Hello, Robert. What's going on? Oh, hang on, Robert. I think uh, my producer did not put up the, uh, the audio. I put you back on hold. I put you back on hold, Robert. The uh, audio is down on the phone, so I am not able to uh, pull that up and... Uh, my producer is ducked out of the uh, room to run to the restroom, so we'll have to wait until he returns. But I will get to your call as soon as Tommy gets back. Okay. Um, there's also another aspect here besides the, you know, the terrifying prospect of terrorism. There is also measles. Hmm. Yeah, kind of little mentioned story the other day. There's a uh, there's a measles outbreak. In the Northeast, it has spread to a fourth state. Health officials are attempting to curb it by offering free vaccines. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where cases have been rising since December, pop-up clinics have launched to offer the shot to unvaccinated individuals. Over the weekend, Virginia and New Jersey warned residents about the virus, with New Jersey confirming a case in a child who attended a daycare. It takes the total number of infections up to nine, eight of which are confirmed to be in unvaccinated people. At least 30 people are being monitored. Doctors say the measles, which is several times more infectious than COVID, is spreading in the U.S. again because of falling vaccination rates. Official data published last year revealed that in some states, a shocking 12 percent of kindergartners had not received the shot against measles, mumps and rubella, which protects against the deadly disease. In 2022, national uptake of the shot had reached record lows, dropping from 95 to 93 percent in two years. In some states, the figure is as low as 78 percent. Experts are now urging all Americans to ensure they are vaccinated against measles, mumps, rubella, which can lead to encephalitis, which is. Swelling of the brain, not in a good way, like with information and knowledge like I have, but a bad way it will kill you. Dr. Alla Stanford said, quote, we have a large influx of people from other countries that come here that don't have access to the health care that we've had. By the way, it's more contagious than COVID. One person can infect up to 20 people, stays in the air for two hours. And all it takes is for you to breathe. Don't even have to cough. Just breathe. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get Robert on now. Hello, Robert.
1: Hey, yeah, Pete. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. I just want to preface this by saying I'm in total agreement about the fact that, you know, the border's a mess. Um, there's there's no, d- no, no doubting that whatsoever, and it's been uh, through many uh, administrations. Um, and, you uh, know, uh, there's one thing about words and... Uh, you know, spoken and written, uh, but I guess there's a another thing altogether about taking action. And I guess the reason I'm calling in is I kind of wanted to get your your take on what's happening in the the Senate and in the House right now. Because I mean, many of your l- listeners may not know this, but there actually is some action that's right there, ready to be taken. Um, many of the uh, the Republican senators are on board, and um, uh, Trump called in yesterday to say to Kill it, uh, and and he specifically wants to kill it, and I, and I don't think you would doubt this. He specifically wants to kill it because he doesn't want any sort of action Biden to get credit for. Mm-hmm. And so, just wanted your thoughts on that yeah. because we could, we could, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's perfect, I'm um, but saying it's a start, it's action. What so, so all right, two things, thoughts on that.
0: All right, so, two things if you want the full uh rundown get the podcast I covered this in depth yesterday I talked about the incentives behind the various positions of Trump and the Republicans and the Democrats because you got to look at all the incentive structures surrounding their actions and what they're being asked to do so um, like that's the that's the first thing the second thing um, what do you think the deal does
1: well like like I said I'm, I'm I'm gonna go off of the Republican senators because I'm not an expert in the area but but I know folks like Senator Mitt Romney are uh, the other folks, what? Uh, no. Mitch McConnell, they, they are the experts, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to what they have to say about it. Yeah. Right now, it's pretty clear where the holdup is. All right, so and wait, wait, wait if, if Robert, not, that's not what I, Robert more,
0: hang on, Robert, that's not what I asked. I asked, what is the bill? What is the proposal?
1: Well, I think you did hear my response. No, is you just
0: not? no, you just said you were going to rely on McConnell and, and Romney because they're experts that, at what, immigration.
1: That's what I said. That that so so, that, so, you, that, so that are you telling? I, I don't second. know the
0: details. Okay, so that that's means my point. I do not
1: know the details.
0: That's my point, Robert. That's my point. Is that nobody but, knows? But that.
1: Because I don't know the details. No one does. That mean that
0: no, 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 huh? nobody nobody knows the details.
1: Well, why why is Mitt Romney? Why is Mitch McConnell? Why are they on board with it?
0: Because they are trying to do an immigration deal that ties it to funding for Ukraine okay is is that a problem for some republicans it is
1: absolutely so so you don't you don't support ukraine you, you like Putin
0: does this kind of um approach actually ever work in your regular conversations with other human beings face to face
1: what the, you're, the approach that, the,
0: to... no no, the approach that you're taking with me by assuming certain motives about me and beliefs that I have, without knowing and, can, well, well, and
1: feel free to defend yourself. Feel well, I don't know.
0: Yourself. see Robert. Here's the thing: I don't have to defend myself from absolute horse hockey like that.
1: What was horse hockey about that?
0: You, I mean, because I, you have I, you it, know nothing. Not, not, you know nothing about. You know nothing about my position on Putin or Ukraine funding or anything. All you did was you shifted the attention away from the lack of information on a border deal and the fact that it's being tied to Ukraine funding. And I simply said that there are Republicans that don't want to vote for the Ukraine funding for various reasons. All of them have stated various reasons. But me simply stating that, you then immediately attacked me as some sort of Putin-loving stooge or something. And that's why I asked you, does this actually... No, it doesn't raise any question, Robert. We're having a discussion about the policy that was being debated Debated behind closed doors, and all we know about it is that it would put more money into border patrol, and it would fund the Ukraine uh, war effort. That's the only. Uh-huh. Those are the only real details that we know. And it, when you
1: sounds hey, like sounds like a winner to me. It, okay, it, so all right. Let's, let's okay, okay so more about it. All right, so you. So you like
0: more about it? Okay, so you like this idea? Now I will tell you that the let's border patrol. Hang, hang on, it. Robert. Hang on. The border patrol union. They say they do not need more money and in fact if you just throw more money at border patrol all that's going to happen is that the money is going to be spent on processing the asylum seekers and what
1: that then Robert this bill is only about that Robert, specific uh, issue Robert
0: all we can go by is yeah. what all we can go by is what has been reported and that's the only thing that we know about okay. it right now
1: so I encourage I encourage your listeners to turn the channel sometimes and listen to what is being reported about it. What is? Tell more us, Robert. Than what they're hearing here. Tell us, there's Robert.
0: More than what they're hearing here. Tell us what what else. You've heard listen, it. So no, I, you've heard I, it, did did it. You Robert. You, you, you just said more is being reported. I, 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 so
1: I, I, tell me. I, I am I am not I am not an expert. I will be the first to admit. I'm not. You don't I, have I, to be an expert, consumer. Robert. You don't
0: have to be an expert to tell me what you've heard reported. So just tell me what you've heard reported
1: all I have heard is that it is way more comprehensive than what you're saying you're saying that it's just money to fund um the the security for this the small group here and they they don't I didn't say that and and I'm saying it's way more than that
0: I didn't I didn't actually say that I said that's what you said no that's not what I said Robert I said that the only details that we have received so far is that it has increased funding for border patrol i didn't say where it was I, I, like okay. i don't know maybe they're going to do technology okay. and whatever so, so but what the border but then on? i said but then i said robert that the border patrol union they have said it's not a funding issue it's a priorities issue and when you put more money into border patrol what that does is it it uh, it puts more money towards the processing side which means then you're just processing more and more people and that's not stopping the flow it's just letting them in faster
1: just very interesting i will say I, it's very interesting that i will say that while that you know that may be true i'm not i'm not contesting that we have actual folks um, in the house of representatives republicans who don't make any bones about it that they're not going to vote for it because they they acknowledge that it's a win for biden sure it, well it look they, that they, immigration they, issue robert, off the table robert, at least it's not as strong of an issue
0: robert i said this yesterday i said that there is absolutely an incentive to not have the problem fixed for uh donald trump and for republicans so they okay. can use it as a campaign issue here's the other thing though you Absolutely. know who else you, you know who else is incentivized not to have it fixed who? biden and the democrats which is why this stuff doesn't get fixed they're both incentivized to not have
1: it fixed. Why, why why is that, How why, does that
0: why do you us? so why do you think why would you why do you think that democrats might benefit from millions of people coming across the border
1: you know, this this is no. Just uh, think paranoia. about it. No, I'm just asking. What uh, like what what, what? Listen, just? I'll tell you as a Democrat myself. Yeah. I'm extremely motivated to get this done because I don't want to have this conversation year after year where it's used against us. Right. We, we we are concerned about it too. We have pe- perhaps different ways of approaching a real problem. Fair enough. But but that but that's not. But that's, that's so why? So so hang on. A no, it is, tell it, tell it is is fair, Rob. To... It absolutely is fair,
0: Robert. It absolutely I'll, I'll is fair. I'll t- Robert, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold, and then I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back. because I like I like I am totally fine having all of these conversations as long as you don't make you know assumptions and ascribe motives and nefarious uh, acts to me. I will bring you back on, and we will resume the conversation. Well, Robert, if you're still listening, you should go back, get the podcast from yesterday. You can hear all of the discussion that we had about the incentives and Orange Man bad. Donald Trump calling around. Absolutely. Do I th- do I think Donald Trump benefits with no border fix? Absolutely. He's running on the issue. All the Republicans are now. You know why? Because it's been a colossal failure. It's a very very big problem caused by President Milkshake up there. Oh, no, no, this is Trump's fault because he doesn't want it fixed now. It wouldn't need to be fixed if Biden hadn't blown it all up because man bad. when he got into office, he undid all of the executive orders, changed the policies, and that created the numbers we're seeing now. And if you want to stop it, he does not need Congress to act. This is the classic leftist mindset right? Like, oh, we got a problem here caused by us, caused by GovCo. So the obvious answer is to throw a whole bunch of more money at it. Meanwhile, bribe off some Ukrainians uh, and the military folks and, you know, sending more weaponry and ammo over to Ukraine. And it doesn't even matter if you agree with that or not. See, to me, these are distinct issues. And the fact that the GOP and the Democrat leadership, a.k.a., right, the Uniparty party or the duopoly, right, they, is what they talk about. Like, they're getting together and they're like, hey, we're going to put these things together to try to force votes. Because we know people want to do the border, but they don't want to do Ukraine. And we know people want to do Ukraine, but they don't want to do the border. So let's put them together. And the hope is that then everybody will, like, hold their nose and vote for it after leadership comes along and, and strong arms them. Threatens them. The problem is over in the House, they don't, have, they don't have that kind of juice over in the senators don't have that kind of juice in the House. But here's the thing. It doesn't even matter. Whatever Congress is looking to do to solve the problem that's been broken for so long by throwing more and more money at it, that's not, that, that, that is unnecessary. The only thing that is necessary at this point to, to start to stem the tide is for Biden to reverse policies. He requires no congressional authorization for that. He requires no money for that. There's no difference. The first thing he could do is to say, just remain in Mexico. Stay there while we process your asylum. While we're waiting to get you the hearing, you stay in Mexico. Why not? Why can't we do that? Mexico doesn't want them there. Oh, okay. So maybe they should, how about instead of, go, instead of in Mexico, how about whatever you know country they pass through along the way, why, how about they stay there? They go to American embassy, they ask for asylum, and then they stay in that new country that they just entered because they can't go back to the one they fled. So the new country they're in, along the route, why not stop in any of those countries to claim asylum? They don't do that either. Do you think we're idiots? Here's the thing. Either either you don't know what you're talking about or you think I don't. And I suspect it's the former, particularly in the case of Robert. I'm not trying to be insulting here. I I argued and I uh, debated Robert in good faith. I approached that honestly. Robert did not. Robert said he encouraged people to change the channel so they can hear other reporting. And when I asked him what those other reports would tell people, he didn't know. You know why? Because they're really not even reporting on stuff. All they're reporting on is oh, it's man, bad. Everything is through the prism of Donald Trump. I have been saying it for now almost eight years. People need to break out of this thinking that everything has to be viewed through the prism of Donald Trump. Is he part of this story? Yes. Is there a much larger story? Absolutely. Use some critical thinking. Robert couldn't fathom an idea about why Democrats might benefit from no border fix. Isn't that some crap? Isn't it? Robert might be the only person listening right now that doesn't know what the incentive structure might be for Democrats to not fix the border. Oh, don't get me wrong. They want to fix the border, at least to be perceived as fixing the border, as I laid out in yesterday's show. And why did Roberts say he wanted it fixed? Perception. He said, I want to stop having this fight. I want to stop having the argument. What does that tell you? It tells you that it's a perception problem that is a political killer for Democrats at the polls. So they don't necessarily want it fixed. They just want the issue to go away. And if millions of people keep coming across the border, that's fine. As long as the perception that it's fixed, as long as that takes hold. Whatever could be the uh, the incentives for Democrats to to keep people coming across the border. I'll help you out, Robert. I'll tell you. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply. Camping and hiking supplies, even because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency in Waynesville, and always at CarolinaReadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Uh, the email is pete at the thepetecallingershow.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter. It's uh, it's going to be. It's gonna to be tough for me to see because uh my timeline right now is flooded with leftists. Very, very angry that I that I suggested Roy Cooper and you know should stand with Texas, and I would very much prefer to have a governor who would stand with Texas and their efforts to secure their southern border. And so now leftists are all swarming, and you know, Robert's call was Robert's call was very uh is very similar to the types of arguments and methods that leftists employ. It's a a constant uh, dance, you know? It's a constant dance with these snide uh, insults tossed in, because it's not about finding truth. That's not the point. The thing you always have to remember whenever you're talking with leftists is that, It's all about power dynamics. And so his attempt, early on where he was like, um, oh, you don't want to help Ukraine, so what do you love Putin or something, right? What was that designed to do? It was designed to make me start making a case about Ukraine and talking about Putin, defending myself from a scurrilous accusation. How dare you? No, no, no. Here's the thing. I don't give a flying fig Newton about what Robert thinks about me based on my opinion of Vladimir Putin is. I don't care what he thinks about me. That's the, that's that once you realize that's the ploy, they think that through their virtue signaling that you're going to try to ingratiate yourself with them by trying to defend against some unethical or immoral position. He doesn't even know what my position is. He had no idea. He just threw it out there in order to deflect to get away from the subject matter because he was not doing well on the particular focus of the discussion. He did not stick around to be gutted any further, which I understand. I totally look. I have said for, for years, I am sympathetic to people on the left as they try to make their arguments. I really am because Lord knows if I had to make the kinds of stupid, dumbass arguments that they make, I would be very frustrated, too. Right. Like that is not an easy thing to do to try to make logical arguments. When you're a neo-Marxist is very difficult because none of it makes logical sense. So I am sympathetic to them. But I will answer Robert's question because he could not fathom a possibility why Democrats don't want to fix. They want the perception of a fix, but they don't actually want a fix. And what you're seeing now is the next step. Because Donald Trump made the phone call and told people don't don't go for a deal. What Robert left out was he said, don't do a deal unless it's a perfect deal. Right. He want like unless you get everything you want, unless we get everything we want, don't do the deal. He left that part out. But even so, see, here's where Donald Trump is his own worst enemy and ours. Just shut the hell up, Donald. Let this play out. Let it play out. And then if we get a proposal, then go after them for it. Once you get the specifics, but what Donald Trump does is he injects himself into the debate. And now what now the left says it's his fault because he's telling people not to vote for it. The house Republicans were not going to vote for a deal based on the limited information we had about Ukraine funding and a whole bunch of money for border patrol. Like that was not going to fly. The speaker of the house told the Senate that it's not going to fly before Donald Trump got involved, but because Trump, gets involved, now that becomes the prism through which the media tells that story and the left just swallows it and just vomits it right back up to us. So what are the Democrats' incentives for getting the border fixed? Aside from removing it as a campaign issue that's hurting them right now. So here's the thing. The border issue doesn't hurt them if it's just you know, trickling in and that sort of thing. When you have a massive wave, you see the numbers that we're seeing when, when now they're busing them and flying them to these blue cities who are now crying uncle and crying bankruptcy and stuff because they can't afford all of the services that they promised under sanctuary city status. Right? Now, it's become, uh, now it's become unpalatable for them. Now it's a bit awkward for them. Mm, this is a little painful for them. So they want the issue to go away. So they want the perception of a fix, which in Democrat world means just throw a bunch of money at it. Oh, and some towards Ukraine as well. Here's why Democrats don't want the border to be actually secure. They need the demographics. They need more people. And when you bring millions of people into the country and they settle in usually blue areas, urban areas, right, they count in the census, But they don't vote. So urban areas get to pad their districts. California lost a seat. New York's lost seats. Right They're, People are fleeing those states because of Democrat policies. But if you can import a whole bunch of people that can't vote, but you get to represent for census purposes, then you have outsized influence. You get to keep your seats because you're representing people, right? This was the big fight in the 2020 census. What else? Well, if they can eventually give them all amnesty, they're anticipating that they would get that halo effect. They would be rewarded by the people that they gave amnesty to. So it's a it's a long-term vote-winning play. Also, um, some of the lefties I've seen talk about this. They, uh, they are perplexed to figure out who will pick their lettuce. Who's going to pick the arugula? Who's going to look after their kids and clean their house and all that? I know it kind of sounds a little slavery-ish, you know, but whatever. Um, that's their argument. You know, who's going to do this? Who else? Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, you're going to have to spend more money. Also, demographics is destiny. That's what Democrats have been telling us. This was their explicit strategy for 20 years. Now it's not so in vogue anymore, ever since conservatives were like, well, wait a minute, what are you trying what are you talking about? Was this a replacement theory or something? And then they were like, Oh my gosh, you're a Nazi. You said replacement theory. Even though that's what they have been saying for 20 years. They've been saying demographics is destiny. All you white people are going to die out, and then it's going to be, you know, liberal utopia. Their argument. What else? Oh, a campaign issue for them. Right? As long as Republicans keep wanting a secure border and Democrats keep fighting them. They get to say the kinds of things that Robert said, but also people on Twitter say, and and, uh, Facebook and whatever other social media uh, outlets where they are fighting over this stuff. They say things like you guys hate brown people. You're a bigot. You're a racist. You're a xenophobe, right? They get to virtue signal. It is a campaign issue for them where they say, You know, we're looking out for the dreamers. We're looking out for the immigrants. We're the pro-immigrant party. We're like, it is a campaign issue for them. If the border gets secure, if the issue gets fixed, they cannot position themselves as more ethical or moral or better than Republicans. Their incentives are aligned to not solve the problem. There you go, Robert. hope, Hope that's helpful. All right, let me go back to the phones here, and let's talk with Spencer. Hello, Spencer. Welcome to the program.
1: Hello, Pete. Hey. Um, the thing with all of this has got to do with money. If, when Trump was president, he threatened the, Mex- uh, the Mexico, the country of Mexico, he threatened to take their money away if they didn't stop the people from coming across. Biden wants to pay Mexico to stop the people from coming across. And like you said, uh the Democrats love people that can't vote.
0: But count towards their district yes, yes. headcount.
1: count. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean they would look, they would prefer that they all get registered as Democrats and vote too. I mean that would be preferable. Well,
1: that way they could vote them out. So they don't like people that can vote them out.
0: Well, yes. That that that's one little fly in the ointment there is that they are assuming that uh, that everybody that's coming in is going to vote for them if they're able to give them amnesty later on down the road. That's the that, but that's you know, that's a risk, admittedly. But in the short term, you know, you get you can get a bunch of people around uh, in the districts and and save some of your yep. congressional seats. Yeah, Spencer, I appreciate the call, sir. Have a great weekend. Let me go over and get Doug on. Hello, Doug. Doug. Hello. Hello, Doug. Welcome hey, to the how show. How are you?
1: Good, man. How are you? Good. Um, I think there was, a, there was a woman that testified before a congressional committee last week. I wish I could remember her name, but her, she lost her daughter to uh, fentanyl poisoning. Yeah. And some congressman woman asked her, or she made the comment about uh, the role of the uh, Border Patrol now is to make sandwiches and fill out paperwork. Yeah. And this Congresswoman asked her if she thought it would be a good idea to, you know, provide more funding to the border patrol. And she said, no, that would just mean they'd hire more people to make more sandwiches and do more paperwork.
0: Right. Because she's, she has spoken with border patrol agents and their union leaders. They will, they, they say all of this. They, what the, the, one of the, uh, the union leader just did a, uh, a tour with Ben Shapiro along the border, and he laid out all of this case. He said the, the, uh, the money is just going to be used to process more people. That's not stopping the stem. All you're doing yeah. is just allowing a faster intake, right? That doesn't stop the process. See, so like that's the fundamental root of the issue. Are you trying to stop the, 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 uh, the influx, the inflow? And they're not. Doug, I appreciate the call. Um, Got a message here from Russ. Pete, you covered the story about the Chinese soldiers at the Darien Gap that seem to have special forces ties. It is highly likely that 50 to 150,000 such men just from China and not including other hostile countries, groups or individuals have entered during Biden's tenure. Special forces carry out small targeted attacks to inflict maximum damage and train locals to assist to maximize their capabilities. Now imagine how badly any country would be soiling their pants if 50 to 150,000 U.S. Special Forces had entered their country in less than three years. We are not nearly concerned enough. As for Robert, imagine that these guys are the experts. My barber has a better handle on the border issue. Um, then there's, I'll watch that gif later. Uh, this is Mark. He says, wow, that guy was a Democrat who would have thought, (laughs) uh, pretty funny. Robert was almost breathless trying to hammer you. How did that work out? Yeah, not very well. Um, this from Barbara, that guy on the phone that seems to say any solution is good. Well, would he say roofing his house with pegboard is a good solution? If any solution is good. Right. Oh, details, Barbara. See, this is the thing. They don't want to get into the details of it. It's all about intention. I say this thing. I virtue signal. Right. I I morally preen that I want to fix and I care about everybody and we should do something. Can't someone do something? Yeah. I mean, I guess like we could do like some terrible thing. You want to do a terrible thing? Oh, well, no, not that thing. Right. This is like this is like gun violence. Like, hey, we had another mass shooting someplace in a gun-free zone. And, you know, conservatives will say something like, hey, you know what? We should probably, probably not have gun-free zones. It's like, when I said do something, I didn't mean that. Right? Their do something is always do what they want. It's never do something that you guys want. Barbara goes on to say providing the ability to process more People faster is not anywhere near a good solution. Governor Abbott is right that Biden has not fulfilled his responsibilities to protect our country. Speaker Pelosi wouldn't even take up the proposal on immigration years ago when Dems had all three of the House, the Senate and uh, the White House. Tim says caller Robert sounds like he works for the establishment Republicans and or the military-industrial complex. <laughs> Listening to McConnell and Romney, as Robert does, is certainly a losing strategy. Well, that's why, that's why he's bringing it up. And here's the thing. Robert knows about Trump's call to McConnell and Romney. Why? Because that's what legacy media outlets have focused on solely. I know what Robert's argument was because I look at that media, too. Robert doesn't know what my argument is. Yeah. Wow.